Hello everyone and welcome to Chemistry is Everywhere, a show where I will talk about chemistry in our daily lives and in the world around us. Today I will talk about the chemistry of plants. What makes plants so special is that they can produce energy from sunlight so they can fuel their own chemical activities. They are the key to life on earth because they have produced the oxygen in our atmosphere. And plants give us essential products such as sugars, fats and amino acids which our bodies cannot produce. Plants are living things that breathe, grow and replicate. So in that aspect, plants are not very different from humans or animals. Also plants consist for more than 99% of only nine elements, oxygen, hydrogen and carbon, nitrogen, sulfur, phosphorus, potassium, calcium and magnesium. Like humans, plants are made of mostly water, so the oxygen and hydrogen originate from water and are used for producing organic compounds such as cellulose and starch. Carbon comes from CO2, we will go into detail about that. Nitrogen, sulfur and phosphor are obtained from soil or if the soil does not contain enough from fertilizers and these elements are used for making amino acids, proteins and enzymes. Also potassium, calcium and magnesium are obtained from the soil or fertilizers and these elements are used for keeping the osmotic balance in the cells and for regulating enzyme activity. What makes plants so special compared to humans and animals is their ability to produce their own energy from sunlight. In a process called photosynthesis, plants convert light energy from the sun into chemical energy that is later used as a fuel for the plant's chemical production. This process starts with two basic steps. First one, the light step, or also the photo part. Sunlight is captured by the chlorophyll molecules and transferred into a flow of electrons. Water is split into oxygen and two hydrogen ions plus four electrons and this is used for the formation of a high energy component called ATP or adenosine triphosphate which is needed to power the reaction in step two. Step two is known as the carbon fixation cycle or the 
Kelvin cycle after the chemist Melvin Kelvin who described all this and this converts CO2 from air into carbohydrates or sugars such as glucose so the basic chemical reaction is CO2 plus H2O gives C6H12O6 or glucose plus oxygen and this is uh, a, a simplification but we will go into detail with that in a future episode in the second season remember the most important part is sunlight and chlorophyll because without sunlight or, or chlorophyll in the plants cells there's uh, there's no photosynthesis there are plants without chlorophyll but they need special mechanisms to survive starting from the simple sugars such as glucose that are obtained from photosynthesis the plants synthesize four groups of basic building blocks sometimes called primary metabolites carbohydrates fats amino acids and nucleotides carbohydrates also simply known as, as sugars are found in, in all parts of the plant as plant structures in, in the form of cellulose or, or lignin in trees as energy storage in the form of starch in plant bulbs or as sweet sugar in the stems of sugarcane the, the roots of sugar beets or the sweet ripe fruits such as berries and grapes glucose is the most common carbohydrate in plants and it's used as a building block starch is a polymer it's, it's based on glucose units and that's the main form of energy storage in plants starch is more stable than glucose it can withstand heat or cold and it does not easily oxidize it's not soluble in cold water and due to its large molecular weight it, it does not affect the osmotic pressure in the cells and so starch is a, a perfect form of energy storage in the human body when we use food with high starch content such as potatoes or rice starch is converted to glucose let's look at fats and oils many plants and seeds are rich in fats and oils and these are used as an energy source most fats are so-called triglycerides which are assembled from glycerol and three fatty acid groups the long hydrocarbon chains in plant oils 
they have even carbon numbers for example C14, C16, C18 and that's because their biosynthesis involves an assembly from the two carbon acetal units so for example if you see uh, an oil and it contains C15 or C17 fatty acids then you can be sure they are not originating from plant source but they can originate from dairy products fatty acid chains can have single bonds or double bonds between the carbon atoms and a double bond causes a bend in the carbon chain hydrocarbon chains with bends they, they cannot arrange themselves uh, as compactly as straight chains and this results in lower melting points and you see that plants that can survive cold climates they have a higher degree of unsaturation so more double bonds because this allows the, the cell membranes to maintain a liquid uh, functioning state because once um, the fats or oils solidify then the metabolism stops also unsaturated hydrocarbons are chemically more reactive than saturated hydrocarbons the double bonds can react with moisture and air and this explains why products with, with high unsaturated oil content they, they turn rancid faster than saturated products Plants also produce amino acids and these are the building blocks of proteins. And proteins are polymers made of hundreds up to thousands of units of, of amino acids and also here humans are uh, depending on plants because the human body is unable to synthesize amino acids. The last group of primary metabolites are what is called nucleotides and these are the building blocks of our DNA and RNA. Nucleotides consist of a sugar molecule, a carbohydrate, with a phosphate group and a nitrogen base attached. And our DNA and RNA are polymers made of, of long chains of nucleotides. We will discuss this in a future episode in Season 2. In this episode, we learned that plants are the key to life on Earth. Plants produce the oxygen in our atmosphere and plants produce essential products our bodies need to survive. And plants use carbon dioxide as a feedstock. Carbon dioxide is a greenhouse gas responsible for climate change and global warming. In a future episode, 
we will discuss in detail about what we can learn from plants on how to reduce carbon dioxide content and how to protect our planet.